Yeah, all these all those Pokemon balls just remind me of the bobbers you have when you're fishing. When you're yeah, kid. yeah, me too, man. That's all it reminds me. That's all, that's all I can think about. Yeah, I never use. Like I'm gonna throw this, happened. and I'm like, oh fuck, are we gonna catch a fish? Do you think that uh, Japanese company did that on purpose? Most likely. I mean, it's all about catching them all, and every time I'm out there fishing, I'm like, I'm gonna totally <laughs> depopulate this goddamn pond. This is like, yeah, I am, I am the fucking four horsemen in this, in this <laughs> body of water. The fish are looking up at you like blub blub and f- behold I foresaw death and he was with great chin. Mm. <laughs> blub, 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 blub. Yeah, no, actually that could be the case. I, it's it's a weird fish are dumb. But anyway, I, I think that <laughs> it's dumb. a weird fish are dumb. <laughs> That was great. That sounds like somebody who gotten beat by a fish at one point. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's not what it sounds like. Besides, everyone's been beaten by a fish at some point. Everybody's been beaten by a fish at some point. <laughs> yeah, you had a bad piece of sushi, beaten by a fish. I was <laughs> yeah, you got beat by a piece of fish. That's fish You got a co-worker who likes to microwave their tuna in, in, in the break room. Bad, uh, beaten Ooh, by that's me. Beaten by the fish, yeah. And, that's uh, you, isn't it? it? Yeah. Oh, it's 100% me when I do it, too. I look around and I go, you're welcome. And then I take it out of the microwave. <laughs> That's cool. And then sometimes and immediately afterwards, you to... burn a bag of popcorn. <laughs> I just wait for people to notice it for a while. You trolling son of a bitch. Yeah. They're like, who, who, who makes fish? fish? Who and I'm like, hey, you know what? My lifestyle is my lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's not a choice. This is who I am. <laughs> I was born microwaving fish. I'm kind, though. I will also microwave bacon. Yeah. yeah. And they are welcome for that, too. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast. The podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society. With your host, Will, and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for this, our season three, episode 10, title to be determined at a later date. He recently showed up at the Denver Zoo wearing a bib and cutlery-filled fanny pack, but was disappointed to learn that they do not have a, quote, hungry hippo-style all-you-could-eat exotic meats buffet. He was heard shouting, this place could be so much better if giraffe was on the menu next to funnel cake. He's my friend Steve. Mmm, funnel cake and giraffe. Yeah, yeah, you like them steaks, don't you? Yeah. You want to know what, uh... Would you choke out? Would some. you choke out a, a a giraffe if you could? That nine foot neck. No, I, no. Because didn't just, I? You didn't just want to show. Like, yeah, you just want to show I up. Don't want to hunt like, these things. Yeah, I want like hunt, hunt them. You're like I'm waiting. Like, you're like waiting in a tree above <laughs> it to like, be like, haha! I shall choke thee now. I don't want to hunt these <laughs> things just, at the zoo. It's just you in a in a you know four inch thick belt. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, hanging out like with a rifle pointing at one and another giraffe is over there ninety degrees away going. <laughs> And he's like, ooh, clever girl. Clever girl. That's, <laughs> by the way, that's not how giraffes hunt. And so. I proceed to get trampled by a giraffe. Yeah. 
Well, they do that wacky head spinning thing where they yep. kind of look like a, a one propeller blade helicopter, and then yeah. whack you once. <laughs> and they got those. They got those antenna that look like they go on top of a TV from the 1950s. You antenna. do wonder, do they get? Do they antenna. get PBS with I'm those things? Sure they are, well, yeah, of course you get PBS with those things. Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> like PBS, I think ABC and NBC, and then like channel 13 is fuzzy, and then you get the uh, the other channel that has that encryption on it, so it's all blurry. But yeah. you can still make out body parts here and there. Yeah, you can. You're, you're all like hoping for a for a tit, hoping for yeah. like one boob, so that you can finally finish. I don't know. I'm finding out that giraffes are way more awesome than I ever thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe you don't want to hunt and kill them now. And sometimes they get they get kind of angry because they have to put up with uh, getting those pledge drives uh, streamed directly to their brains. Mm. We know we we know you don't like the pledge drives. We don't like doing them. One of the one of the more controversial things a lot of people don't know this is actually giraffes really hate uh, the Toys R Us company because Toys R Us for a long time went with an authentic giraffe's head on the front of all their stores of every single one of their stores. That's every why they were uh, almost stores, extinct yeah. there for a little while. Yep. Yeah, American that's why, consumers. That's what, that's what they Yeah, that's what they live on preserves and, and yeah. in zoos. Yeah, yeah, hundred yep. percent. So there you go. You learned something new today. Ticky with the fun fact, everybody. Now you know the fun fact. The fun, the fun mm-hmm. fact. This week's fun <laughs> fact brought to you by Ticky. We used to murder giraffes for toys. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Not even for the toys, just for the signs. Just, it's, yeah, signs. This is a marketing thing. Yeah. Okay. His not... name was Jeffrey, I think. Well, yeah, they were all named Jeffrey, but yeah. I mean, his name is Robert Paulson. Let's just all be clear on this, like, little... Bringing up a Polanski <laughs> book? You don't get a, yeah, you don't get a name in Project Toys R Us. Is it Polanski? Is that... <laughs> I think it was Polanski, was, right? Uh, Edward who wrote... No, no, no. Who wrote the book, though? Well, I don't know. Because that's that to me is the important thing. Oh. No, not no, no, no. no. This I is was great. Just thinking about my the Google, fact that... my Google pulled up Polanski yeah. Law Firm was the very first thing. That's that's yeah. not that's not good. Probably could be actually just, Pal- just, just wait really quick here. Did you Google the name Polanski or did you try to Google Fight Club author? Uh I did uh, just the name Polanski. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, well, that you could have gotten Roman Polanski in that Fight case. Fight Club investigation. No, that's not right. That's a very different thing. Uh, uh, no, Roman Polanski. No, that guy's a that guy's yeah. hiding in France. So no, not that guy. Palinik? Mm-hmm. Chuck Palinik? Is that it? I think that might. This be is it. taking a weird turn. Ah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna let, I'm letting you know right now. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a hoodie and it's got a little pocket on the front, and both of my hands are committed to staying warm inside of that pocket. Nice, nice and warm. So in I'm there. not. I'm not looking this up. Yeah, yeah. Pal, pal, <laughs> Palaniuk. Yeah. Chuck Palaniuk. Literally throw out a pop culture reference yeah. as part of another weird yeah. pop culture. No, reference. I'm I'm okay with uh I'm okay with derailing hole. this entire uh, podcast. <laughs> Just to just to learn something, all right? Okay, it's imp- don't ever stop learning, people. America, Bulgaria. I know there's one of you out in Bulgaria that listens Jeffrey to this podcast. Gir- Jeffrey, we know Jeffrey the giraffe. Jeffrey the, the giraffe. Wrote, who the hell wrote Paper Street uh, Soap Company? Yeah, good question. Good question. Um, also joining us tonight, after growing impatient with the local weather, he was spotted riding his motorcycle in sub-freezing temperatures. However, due to poor wardrobe choices, his balls are now stuck to his fuel tank, and he is currently astride his mighty steed while recording from his apartment. He's my friend, Tiki. What's up, buddy? Yeah. It's hard yeah, getting that much. thing up the stairs, huh? Yeah, it is. Well, actually, I, don't, I, I live on the first floor, so I'm lucky. Oh. Mm. You just rode that <laughs> bitch in then, huh? Yeah, yeah. How do you go to the bathroom? Um, well, it just depends on which room I'm in. Nice. But, uh, nice. Usually the kitchen. I think that's the sink that really has the best <laughs> angle for the dangle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's righteous. Righteous. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome back to the show. 
Hello. Well, welcome back. Yeah. How are things? I was going to make a welcome back Cotter reference, but then I thought maybe you'd want to go ahead and look up all the uh, authors and directors of all the shows. I really do. I really do. I know that uh, that's a... Just let Horshack die. What was... Just let him die. No, no, I will not. <laughs> he was an important figure in my early development as a 22-year-old when I first read that comic. <laughs> welcome back, Cotter? No, Rorschach. No, Horshack. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I, yeah, you got a weird crossover there. That too. one whiffed. Yeah, that was a big whiff, <laughs> big old whiffer. Like you're reading about a 1970s high school, and he was. That I was thought you was said important. Rorschach. John John Travolta was in that TV series. I was going to ask how you were going to get from Welcome Back, Cotter to Rorschach, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I too was very confused. This this podcast being what this podcast is, uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, right. way leads that would have been. Way. I'll tell you this much though: if if Rorschach had been in Welcome Back, Cotter, that would have been a much different. No uh, compromise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No compromise. I get it, buddy. I get it. Jackie Earl Haley was good in that uh, in that movie. I thought I thought he played it well. I agree. Yeah. 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 Jackie Earl Haley is the guy that played Rorschach in the movie. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't know the actor. I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, it was it was alright. I watched it with my parents the first time that I watched it though. So like the sex scene with the Silk Spectre. Even as an adult, watching sex scenes with your parents is still real it's, awkward. It's weird. It's real weird. <laughs> that is a that is a strange thing. Like the the <laughs> You mean? When, do you, I still need to cover when my the, eyes? Yeah, seriously. When the <laughs> owl actually like spits its fire out, and you're like, "Yep, they just came." Shit. So, <laughs> mom, dad, um, that was that was the I'm one. Leaving. Really. <laughs> Man, I was like way before that when it was like the Blue Man Group like having their way railing a what? What's his name's wife? Yeah, the the. the uh, the 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 big blue guy in that. For one, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, penis yeah. Yeah. Second of all, his like. I thought he was cord. bringing up a different movie completely. No. And yeah, you you no. called Doctor Manhattan Blue Man Group. <laughs> That's what it was. It was Blue Man Group sex. Also, it was the way you said it way before that. Like I thought you were talking like an older movie that, yeah. that had yeah, the Blue so Man Group I. sex scene. I was like, eh, what is this going? Does that have a totally different origin outside of Las Vegas? That's uh, yeah. No, that's. I thought that scene was like a it's lot the more. It's porn parody. Yeah. Nah. yeah. There, <laughs> there's both, but it's hard to tell them apart at times. Wood Rocket so Productions. We were... Yeah. Yeah, there you go then. Cheers. Cheers. Good to... <laughs> Fuck. That, that, so that, that we, went we, wacky. We've just ruined something else for somebody else. Yes, That's awesome. we have, haven't we? I believe we've actually it. ruined two properties. I feel good with it. I feel, I, I feel, I feel comfortable, I guess, maybe. So, how are you guys doing? Tell me a story. Good weeks, all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah not much to write. Just hanging out. Yeah, Just... I had a good weekend. Yeah, well, mostly a good weekend, oh. depending on the day. <laughs> nothing to nothing nothing to talk about though. Nothing noteworthy. So no, no I, I was I was gonna kind of save it because part of it I feel like went with the check in no okay. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I got, for the I good part, to... I um, ordered the AEW pay per view. And it was a freaking fantastic show. Oh, cool, and man. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Cool. You're uh, just doing that to, to to bone up on the writing process, as it were? No, I genuinely still like wrestling a lot. Oh, okay, so. okay. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, and it's recorded, so I actually do agree that we could learn a lot from what they've done and everything. But yeah, uh, great, great stuff. Cool. Um, 
That was a cool. banger of a pay per view. Right on, Tiki. What you? What you were about to launch into something? What's up? Oh, I just rode my motorcycle. Uh, oh, you did get out on the bike. bike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, I, I almost every day on last Sunday? week. Uh, I didn't go. No, I didn't ride on Saturday. It was just yeah, temperature dropped too much. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Road cool just yeah, it was really nice just dropping the bike and like ride and go. Okay, I'm gonna go get lunch at this place or I need some minor thing from this place. It was really really fun. Everything's an um, excuse. So yep. I, yeah. Got, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I did that. I didn't really. Uh, but that was like that was like pretty much kind of the the highlight of my week. That's cool, yeah. man. That like they don't all have to be, you know, trips to trips to Paris. You know, uh, a nice even week is an okay thing. Um, this weekend for me, so we've got we've got a bunch of stuff going on. We've got um, we're taking bids for finishing the basement, which means cleaning the basement because for some reason contractors won't work around your shit. <laughs> They don't you talk to, talk to your buddy. Man. They don't talk to Cinco about about that. Yeah, yeah. He he got his finished just a little while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, got to clean out the basement, and I'm trying to like organize just like my magic cards, and I'm like, okay, we're almost ready to start paying people to 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 do that because it's tedious as fuck. That I didn't do a very good job of onboarding those cards, so now they're just in you know piles of commons <laughs> and uncommons, and I want to get them. Uh, all sorted alphabetically. Like I know that you can Damn, go real, real nuts with all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, that sounds but... like intense. <clears throat> I'm not. <laughs> Do you just throw all of your cards into like one box? Um, no, I keep them sorted by set, but that's about it. Like, by set, set, okay. Sometimes color if I'm feeling ambitious, no, but then I, I gotta do color, rarity, and and alphabetized. No, so I separate out the rares. <clears throat> like so, those are separate because those are the cards that matter. Um, and then I try to pay attention and i've gone back in, in a couple cases like i'll get on like tcg or or, or um oh, what's the other one card kingdom yeah and kind of look up to see what's a you know like for any particular set what what a decent like price wise for you know because every now and again you get a good common or uncommon that's, yeah. that's yeah. actually worth some money yeah. um in fact like i have from the old some of the older sets i have uh one of the the staples of of blue um, Ristic Study, which yeah, is yeah. I think thirty dollars yeah, now, and it was a, it was a common when it came out. Yeah. Um. So it, you know, it kind of became worth it to go back and look to see what I had. Uh-huh. But for the most part, yeah. If it's the rest of it's just, just mostly trash. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, takes some space. Yeah, I kind of what I'm figuring out as well. So like TCG. So I, I I don't know how to feel about this. I actually ordered a, a a box or not a box, a deck, like a budget deck. It was I think it was like 50 bucks, but it never showed up and I was never able like I sent them a letter from my local postal office and I never got any like real response back to them mm. except for, you know, we need to talk to your post office. And I was like, I talked to them. They said talk to you. Yeah. So now I don't know if I ever want to buy from them ever again. Well, I think I'll so, just do local stuff and that'll be it. So yeah, yeah, with TCG, it's it's because it's they use all sorts of different sellers, so that's the problem there, and why it's probably okay to buy from them again because it's not directly from them usually, at least usually. Most of the case, it's it's like sourced from different game shops across the country. Yeah. Um, it that and that reason too is one of the reasons why I tend. When I'm ordering online, I tend to go with Card Kingdom. Um, 
it's sometimes pricier, but not always. And I've yet to have a problem with that's good. any that's of their good. stuff. That's good. So yeah, we got uh, we got that going on, uh, and then this last weekend we took the took the the wife and the boys down to Great Wolf Lodge for a fun filled water parky in- indoor adventure. There's like, I mean, it was expensive as fuck. It was not <laughs> it was not cheap. But we, you know, my wife thrives on my wife thrives on getting out of the house for just overnight stuff. So my my youngest or my oldest had a robotics tournament that we did on Saturday. So and it was down in the springs. So we packed up, left Friday night, stayed in a cheap hotel down in the springs Friday night, did the robotics tournament, then checked into Great Wolf Lodge, which it's it's a it's a decent hotel, um but it's not great, but they have an indoor water park and adventure park. And once again, it's not great, but when you are 8 and 13 and it's the middle of winter in Colorado, getting to do water slides is an absolute treat. So, like, they walked in and their mouths just dropped to the floor because they were not expecting to be able to do this. And we just had, we had a, had a really great time. The boys were were. You know, they got a little bit squirrely towards the end of the trip, but for the most part, they were really good. We had a great time. Um, they're old enough, and since the the entire thing is enclosed, we were able to go and do. My wife and I were able to do rides by ourselves, which was really kind of cool. We've never been able to do that because Waterworld is, you know, kind of free range children with a million and a half people. So unless you have a low jack <laughs> on your kid, it's really hard to, you know, <laughs> keep tabs on them. So, uh, yeah, we had a we had a really good really good weekend. Got home uh, not too late last night. Got on the stream, played some more Elden Ring, um, and that uh, that was basically that was basically the week. You know, got got oodles and oodles of projects, and now the the whole moving stuff out of the basement and trying to organize and sell stuff. I have beer making equipment I need to sell, and I've got a motorcycle I need to sell, and I've got a hockey goal that I need to sell, like uh, models that need to be sold, like so much crap that just needs to need to get rid of it, <clears throat> need to move it out, and it's been difficult. Um, getting up the motivation, even though like the, the bidder came out, showed us a 3D rendering of what the basement's going to look like, and we were like, oh my god, this is amazing, we're so excited. And as soon as it came time to actually you know, say to the guy, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to move forward with you, but we don't want to move shit out of our basement, so we're we're going to take our sweet-ass time here moving shit out of the basement. <laughs> Which is, you know, a little bit frustrating. It's frustrating for everybody. For everybody. For all the humans. For all of the humans. So, yeah. That's uh, that's life right now. Ba-ba-bum. <laughs> but, you know, my name's Will and I'm an alcoholic, so there's that. <laughs> my name's Chicky and I'm an alcoholic. My name's Steve. I'm not an alcoholic. I do believe that we should normalize breakfast pasta. Breakfast pasta? Yes. Isn't that what spaghetti carbonara is? I mean, it could be. It could be, right? And and frankly, it should be. Creamy egg, pancetta. Yeah. Spaghetti. See? Perfectly I, I reasonable food Sorry. for breakfast. I don't see. I don't see a problem with it. No. Well, you agree? Are, are you? I, you know you what? Honestly, I are think you the Russian judge? No, I think it's a terrible idea, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to stop anyone from doing it. I just think it's a weird, dumb idea, especially when you could have like pancakes. And, you know, 
I'm you not just saying wanted to load up. You want to also lo- have pancakes. Yeah, well, you if you just want to load up on carbs, man, pancakes and waffles. Have you met just... Steve? <laughs> like <laughs> loading up on carbs is like it's like a thing he does. His the fish <laughs> the fish that he microwaves is actually uh, just potatoes. It's just potatoes. <laughs> it's just potatoes. Just, yeah. Lots and lots of potatoes. Delicious uh, fishy potatoes. <clears throat> so weirdly enough, sure. Uh, with the carbs, I um have I've started doing whole thirty again. So oh, I'm good actually for you. not eating very many carbs right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I felt like if I'm gonna end up on the internet, I should probably not look as fat as I do next to certain humans <laughs> that I will be doing this with dicks. No, just, uh, just don't get arrested. You'll be fine. It like, I that's mean, how that's how everybody, everybody winds up on the internet by getting arrested at some point. It's, this is a different thing. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I do <laughs> so agree with that. I thing. should also not get arrested. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm starting Mission. an OnlyFans Mission and I don't want to be as fat next to some people. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's not me, by the way. I'm still pudgy, dude. Like, like the shoulders and chest are filling out, but there's still like a gut around it all. Like, it's, it's no, I. It's not like I'm, you know, rocking the Kratos Endgame body yet. We'll get there, <laughs> but I'm not there yet. But like, like Ryan and Kyle are skinny dudes. I know, dicks. So, and they always have um, been. Yeah, so I used to be. Then, then uh, I discovered breakfast pie. And then you describe breakfast, breakfast pie and breakfast pastas <laughs> and breakfast uh, soups, yeah. <laughs> breakfast salads, pop tarts. Pop tarts are great. I know we already had this discussion about and, and every time great. every time we bring it up, he's he's gonna be like, "Yeah, pop tarts are great." Yeah, I know. He's that special kind of guy. He is that special kind of guy. Um, yeah, pastries. Well, I'm glad you're doing whole thirty. I'm glad you're doing yeah. something. Like I, this is one of those things where, just like with the 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 uh, AA twelve steps and sobriety, it almost doesn't matter what you do as long as you're doing something. Uh, I think that diets are very much like that. As long as you're doing something to calorically restrict or eat healthier, you're probably doing something than you were done something better than you were before. So yeah, do that thing. That's okay. I'm 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 all for that. You yeah. said you were doing keto or primal or paleo or whatever, you know, the Mediterranean diet, the South Beach diet, Weight Watchers. I don't care which one you're doing as long as mm. you're you're you are making conscious decisions that uh, help your health be better. I think that that's a good thing and should be encouraged. Not <clears throat> keto. Keto should be discouraged. It sounds terrible. Keto sounds Thought terrible. About doing it. Just just yeah. just meats and meats and cheeses and meats. <laughs> It just seems like not very just, healthy at all. Yeah, you're just gonna be sitting <laughs> on a toilet blowing out an O-ring. Yeah, yeah. that's well, like terribly, terribly unhealthy. It's like King Henry the Fifth from the guy who would like eat our, like thirty donuts. Henry, the, no, it's Henry the Fifth. Like killed all of his wives, or Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. Anyway, he was one of like whose like entire like diet consisted of meat and like more meat, and then on top of that, some meat. Yeah. And, and like some cheese too, because you know you have to have that in there. And I was like, that was his entire diet, and he was a big fat dude. I mean, he, had like, <laughs> he was also he was eating like five thousand calories a day, yeah. according yeah, to some reports. Yeah, I know. Doesn't change the fact that he's fat. And was obs- was obsessed with his cod pieces. Oh, Look you know, it up. If, if we could wear cod pieces, 
uh, fashion, but I think we would. I think we would. I know. I'd have the hardest time doing sit-ups if I had one. Just be poking <laughs> right in the belly the whole time. Or would it motivate you? Oh, would it motivate me to what? Clean my belly button? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see lint on the end of your codpiece. No, send it to the end of <laughs> like, oh my lord, what do you have there? And I'm like, it's also a coat hanger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doubles at a ring toss at a child's birthday mm-hmm. party. <laughs> <laughs> or an adult birthday party, maybe you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, so maybe I have a different uh, different thought on it. Maybe, maybe. So I mean, uh, for alcoholism okay. check-in, <laughs> uh, my wife and kids are leaving for a week uh, over spring break, and um. It got me. It got me thinking. To well, that's the time when uh, I have the temptation to uh, to sneak, to be sneaky. Um, but then I started thinking, you know, I'd be a complete hypocrite if I came on any of the broadcast media that that we're doing um, and said, you know, I'm sober. You know, I think it's like 816 days now, eight eight fifteen, eight sixteen, somewhere in there. Um, so by then, yeah, it'd be like, you know, 830 days worth of sobriety just just kind of down the tube. So uh easy to easy to set that uh aside, but um my mother-in-law had a glass of wine when we stopped by last night and I could smell the alcohol and it, you know, because of where the olfactory sensory receptors in your brain are located and how close they're located to the parts of your brain that deal with memory specifically it just dragged up like the every bit of the 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 thoughts and memories of of being you know inebriated and drunk and and you know having to having to to bust out the tools uh and and you know kind of internally talk myself down in the 10 to 15 seconds that it takes to do that kind of thing uh was unexpected uh you know they're not they're not big drinkers she has like a you know half a glass of wine with dinner and that's about it um my father my stepfather-in-law has a you know a, a you know two fingers of scotch like once a week um they're 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 not heavy into uh into into drinking and alcohol for the the sake of the the destination as it were so um yeah it was just it was just you know a little uncomfortable for me but yeah that's you know that's sort of sort of how things are you know nowadays a little bit uncomfortable every once in a while but you you move past it and then you're sober and you're 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 okay you're okay again so ticky how you doing bud uh, I had two things to talk about, actually. One, I actually had a dream the other night about drinking, which was really bizarre. Um, more of a nightmare than anything else. Mm-hmm. And, like, that that initial, like, the, the weirdest part was, it was, like, that dream within a dream where, like, I, like, realized that was, as I was waking up, I was like, oh, my God, I was drinking the whole time. And that stupid dream. And then I woke up and I was like, that was a stupid dream. Like, there was <laughs> weird inception levels the way that I came out of it. Um... <laughs> Like it, it just, it, I don't know. It, I, I don't really remember too much of it. If I remember what little bits I remember, it was like a horror movie, but I was drinking to deal with the stress. And I think it's because I've just been stressed at work and my brain was just uh, you know, shifting itself to, to kind of compensate a little bit. But gotcha. Uh, th- that had me thinking, though, that morning um, when, I, when I thought about um, 
Because I, because I've been on like, uh, I've been on like dating sites and stuff like that, and 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 you don't really tell anyone that you're, you know, you, it's weird to say, yeah, I used to, you know, I, I don't drink anymore, um, I quit drinking, this or that, and they're like, like people want to like, I don't know, it feels like it's judgy, or they're like, whoa, that's like a lot to like take in, and I'm like, I don't see what the, like, okay, look, here's 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 the summary that I came up with. I realized that I had a problem, and I have worked to correct that problem. Yeah that's it if if that's weird or awkward for somebody else fuck them like yeah I, i'm okay I, i'm okay I, like i i put in the work i've i've really i've really worked hard and i've and i've uh, really done a lot of self-examination and yeah the reality is is that i figured out that hey there's something wrong with me i need to do something about it you know the general part of me being an asshole I'm going to go ahead and keep that part. <laughs> you know, yeah, but the unhealthy bits, that's that's things that I that I want to get rid of that I want to shape away. Um I just it was just a it was just kind of like a, a bit of an epiphany thought while I was hanging out like, you know, eating breakfast after having that weird dream that I was like I was like wait a minute here. <laughs> like are people like getting are people judging me because they went out of my way to improve myself. Cuz that's what it feels like sometimes. Yeah, I think they they focus on the on the stigmatized pathologized shitty parts and not the you know no i'm working on myself like yeah you know I, like we're all works in progress everybody's everybody's a work in progress until they die like well we hope that everyone's a work <laughs> in progress i know plenty of people who are staying exactly where they were 20 years ago and they're fine with that well i mean they might not think that they're works in progress but you know you we change in subtle ways throughout the entirety of our lives we learn new information that gets thrown into the mix and milieu of our yeah. psyches Did and you, here, here's here's the only point i'll make on that one uh, sure. in the last 40 years have you bought a chevy if the answer is yes you're still a work in progress big time <laughs> probably not making a lot of you know effort to go forward you're still <laughs> buying shitty cars yeah i well i i I think mm -hmm. that there's a lot. I think there's a lot of you're, changing you're that we can do. JD Powers. Huh? <laughs> no, I wasn't so going to bring, bring that up. I'm not going to bring up like blue. Pat themselves or like in the back. No, 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 Buy no. a company to give out awards, and then they give themselves no, 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 an no. award. Can they? I mean, can That's we do exactly that? That's exactly what they did. That's what JD Powers is. It's I feel a company uh, that does exactly that. All right, I'm going to start a podcast that reviews just this podcast and gives us solid <laughs> tens every single time we have an episode. That's I'm just going to exactly, do it. You could do it. You could. going to do it. You just like create a whole another like podcast. Like our entire purpose is to be linked to these guys. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison Review Podcast. They're podcast dedicated <laughs> no, to no, no. reviewing the Save totally, vs. Poison Podcast podcast. <laughs> totally, totally different name to it. You know, I, I can't think. Something that sounds like a, a name of a person, like yeah, JD Powers, yeah, yeah. sounds like a some dude's like John Daniels Powers. Like that sounds like a good name, like for a superhero. So you have to think of a name like that. Except that that that's like, isn't that like what Al Pacino calls uh, Jack Daniels? He calls it John Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I can't throw that in there. I, no, I'm not saying you should do that. I'm saying it's terrible. Be, terrible. It it shouldn't be directly related. You're giving away the game. Sure. However. We're all works in progress, even if we don't think we are, and even if we're not actively working. There's stuff that we absorb that changes us over a long period of time. I am, in 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 ways that I never meant to be, different than I am when I was in my 20s, and I will be different in 10 years than I am today. And that's whether I work on it or not. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's my opinion that's you know 
how I kind of feel about it. But... Yeah, I mean, you just don't make excuses for people who want to keep on buying Chevys. Yeah, I, I want to let them deal. keep on buying their American-made stuff. Piece of shit. Yeah, Go America! Something. Yeah, I bought a Chevy. My next car is going to be a Yugo. If we get, like, a rash of anti-SVP uh, people that are all, like, huge Chevy fans, I'm I'm pointing yeah. them at you, dude. Like, That's I'm fine. Straight bring it. to <laughs> you. I'd, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that most of them don't know what a Yugo even is. <clears throat> Yugoslavian shit car. <laughs> now they know. <laughs> now they know. Well, you gave away that game. Right. <laughs> oh, it's a I game have, now? I have been defeated yet again by you, Mr. Pickett. Ha ha ha. It, it happens very, very rarely. And I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, I, I take the wins when I can get them. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's, it's uh, like I said, the, my, my only thing kind of taking it away from it was the, I don't want to say call it a stigma, but it does feel like a bit of a stigma to actually mention that you're like, you know, I quit drinking because I suck at it because yeah. of these reasons. And people yeah. are like, oh, like, like, like somehow dropping a bad habit. Like, like nobody's like, I quit smoking. And they're like, oh, good for you. And it's like, nobody yeah. like gets all weird about that. <laughs> no, that's, that's true, man. Uh, which is so like, I think, I wonder if it's because of the severity of the things that come about from the stigmatized version of our addiction and the, you know, the level of, like, like a smoker being addicted to nicotine and an alcoholic, I don't feel like are in the same weight class as far as the damage that they do to the people around them. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, the key right. there. Nobody's, nobody's, you know, killed anybody because they, they had a pack of cigarettes before they drove home. I oh, yeah. I I, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I set up all night long smoking cigarettes and then pissed my bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I think I think that there's that. And, you know, I think that this kind of discourse is the sort of thing that we want to keep promoting to try to help, you know, alleviate that kind of uh, that that kind of stigma and to really say, hey, look, you know, um, we've made mistakes we're not making those mistakes anymore. And hopefully tomorrow we will continue to not make those mistakes. Yeah. It's never, it's never a guaranteed thing, but you know, Tiki says he's sober. I believe Tiki is sober. I believe that. So I'm going to give him every benefit of the doubt moving forward because I feel like he's doing the work. And unfortunately, you know, people that are just, just meeting us for the first time and, and, you know, I, I, don't get to see all of the hard work that you have done to get where you are today in your sobriety. Mm-hmm. And that sucks yeah. because That's you really okay. do wish you could dump all of that. Like if you could, if you could fucking Vulcan mind meld, man, that'd be great. Yeah. I was, I was going to be more like share and try to turn back time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta be wearing uh, a leather fishnet, jacket, some fishnets, fishnets and be yeah, on the, the deck those, of a of a aircraft boots. carrier, right? Yeah, straddling a freaking, you know, twelve inch gun or whatever. I wonder what the imagery there was. <laughs> Not sure. You know what? Honestly, I'm I'm really that's there's a metaphor in there somewhere, but Probably. you know me. I'm I'm no good at symbolism. Giant yeah. cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a giant cock, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what's that symbolic of yeah what's it's a giant a penis symbolic of um so yeah yeah well cheers thanks for sharing man steve you got anything uh yeah well just a, a 
make mine quick um because you know it's not nearly as as you know deep but it's okay. so i i just it, it i thought of you you know not too long ago you were talking about having you know trouble 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 never misspeak <laughs> trouble I'm not editing it out <laughs> mm-hmm. uh you were having you said you were having trouble regulating your mood and for whatever reason on friday i was i was just in a bad mood um I, I, I felt it and, and because I felt it, I was, I don't know, I guess able to navigate that a little bit properly. Uh-huh. Um, and that's just from, like I said, I, I, I knew I was in a bad mood. I, I warned people. I was like, Hey, I don't know why just grumpy today. So, mm. you know, maybe so, UGI Joe'd, <laughs> huh? UGI Joe'd knowing half the battle. Knowing is half the knowing, battle. I, yeah, there you go. I, I, I did. Ticky with um, the wind. <laughs> and I don't know. It was it was weird. It was weird because I'm not normally like that. Yeah. Um, I don't normally have those days where I'm just agitated for like like there were things that were annoying, but that was just it. They were just minor annoyances realistically, but I don't know. I focused on them a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard when you get into those headspaces to not or to break out of it. It really is. Yeah. And that's been one of my biggest problems has been trying to figure out ways that I can bust myself out of uh, moments when I'm in a really bad mood because I start fixating on little things that go wrong that ordinarily wouldn't piss me off. But because they're compounding on each other, they lead me down dark, frustrating paths and reinforce how irritated I am at the time. And then, yeah. of course... I take it out on somebody close to me, and that just makes me feel like I'm. I, it makes me feel guilty and an asshole at the same time, which just sort of you know doubles back on itself. In Absolutely, a, well, in this and shitty loop. At least, at least at distance, because I've definitely had other other times where I, you know I didn't recognize it right away, and you know definitely took it out on other people. Um, but in this instance, I was I because I recognized it so quickly, I was like. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, able to navigate it pretty well, and then you know, either avoided certain things, topics, whatever, um, so that I wasn't just being a dick to my wife or or to kids, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, just because it was, you know, one of those things, I ended up staying up late trying to decompress a little bit, playing some Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, and that was a mistake because the baby decided that he was waking up at four and that we were all going to be up waiting from that point on. So I got like, I think I got like four hours of sleep that night. Oh, that's rough. (laughs) But yeah. So, you know, had a weird little day. Yep. Then it was over. Yep. Well, you know, emotional regulation is a, is a constant battle for a whole lot of people. And I think that, you know, opening that up as a topic of conversation during a, a, podcast about sobriety because you know one of the big problems is once you're once you're an addict and you're deep in your addiction it becomes even harder to do any kind of emotional regulation throw uh bipolar on top of that and you've got just a mix of just awful shitty things that are all working in tandem against your you know what what you would probably want to have as your you know your 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 the play your place in mental health um so from as severe as it can get to as 
you know, uh, as non-severe as it can get, um, it, it's rough no matter where you are on that on that spectrum. So um, I appreciate the share, man. Thanks very much. Mm. So for tonight's uh, drinky topic of conversation, um, we're going to move on to number five in our top 12, 12 steps by AA. Number five of the 12 steps is admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Now, obviously, I'm going to attack the admitted to God because in my mythology, or lack thereof, uh, I don't place a ton of, you know, interest or thought or feeling into the concept of capital G God. Uh, you know, we've talked about Tiki's an atheist, I'm agnostic, Steve's Catholic, so we've got the we've got the run here, right? We've got the gamut uh, of people that believe to people that don't know to people that don't believe at all. So I I I gently just massage that language right out of number five. But there are some important parts of number five. And I think that instead of having God there, I want to have a therapist there because that gives us a plan to action. So instead, what I wrote was admitted to ourselves, our loved ones, and a therapist, the exact nature of our wrongs. Does it have to be a licensed therapist? No. Okay. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, I think that it would be best if it was, but choosing somebody that can take on some of your emotional load that isn't that 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 you know you can talk to about like like for me it would be it would be Jim if it wasn't going to be a therapist because I know that I can talk to him about really really deep emotional issues mm. I'd have no problem talking to him about it he's a phenomenal sounding board and he'd be willing and able to give me sound solid advice moving me towards a place that that we would both agree was healthy. I mean, this is somebody that's known me since I was 16, so it's it's hard for me to go wrong with that. Now, not everybody's got that person in their lives, so having a licensed therapist, a trained or therapist... A, it could just be an objective third party. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, hopefully you're going to get that with a with, with the therapist. But, yeah, an objective third party would, would, be, would be appropriate. But, um, you know, there's three parts to that. There's admitting it to ourselves which just reinforces a lot of the stuff that we've said with one through four. There's admitting it to our loved ones because those are the people that we have to apologize to first. Those are the people that we need to start rebuilding trust with as quickly as we possibly can. Recognizing that that trust building is a long, arduous process that could take you the rest of your life. That's possible depending on how much damage you've done. And then having the objective third party that you can talk to about it, who's not gonna, who, who you know isn't going to judge you for the things that you've done wrong and instead can give you advice on how to heal yourself, heal the people around you and the relationships that you have with them. That was it. That's what I got for number five. Gotcha. 
breakfast pasta. I'm just going to have to find somebody to talk to about that. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. It's not right. It's not right. It's not okay. It's like buying a Buick Telling and a you Chevy, we need to normalize followed it. up by a Buick and a Chevy. Like, why would you do these things? Well, Steve, you, you, you see what you can do first with it. Well, the you, breakfast are you pasta? Thinking, yeah. Are you or thinking the like step five? The... <laughs> I I mean, if you want to do step five without being, you know, without being an addict, if you want to try doing step five, I mean, I'm sure that like, you know, that's that's the, a basically broad he's, thing. I mean, he's like, Catholic. it, it kind of is, and that's the thing. I think all of these as we've been talking about them, they they apply to so many. You know, like yes, this is for alcoholics, but that being said, I mean, couldn't we all benefit from you know being honest with with the people in our lives, kind of thing? You know, like it up to that like yeah seems like it works in an awful lot of places yeah yeah i think uh, i think it does although i think numbers six and seven uh though that that's we'll where we there. start straying but uh right. we're gonna get there in the next couple of weeks um so yeah that's all i got for for sobriety chat tonight um have we been have we been playing things that we would always have been playing lately Tiki, are you still enjoying Hunt Showdown? I am. The way that you have the last couple of weeks? Uh, probably a little bit more, to be honest. Fantastic game. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic It's so good that the game that I have been uh, cheating on Hunt with recently, which is a big, gigantic part of my gaming um, <clears throat> love and heritage, I will still be making time for in an official capacity as Fridays are for hunting. Friday nights are going to be for hunting on the Twitch stream. So, uh, Tiki, what, how's hunt going, man? Are you, you're, you're still enjoying it. You said you're enjoying it even more. Um, yeah. So I've, um, I've been playing, uh, uh, with our mutual friend Russ quite a bit. We're getting more into the understanding of how the stealth system works and, you know, and, and how, uh, movement is is really and loud versus quiet movement is very very key um also the main thing lately has been a lot of the weapons i've been getting better about which guns i i feel most comfortable with at what ranges mm-hmm. um and which ones i have the most success with as well um and that's been really fun too so and, and like you know now i'm getting into traps and some other pieces but yeah it's 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 learning the game and enjoying it more as I, as I learn about it. But I will say that starting out, starting off like the first few weeks was really, really rough, you know, running to other players and just get your ass kicked. Um, so it's, it's better now that I've had an opportunity to do a lot more of the training stuff mm-hmm. and try out different guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's so the very top level of players of this game, at least the ones that are, that are streaming it and I'm watching like huge and psycho ghost and rock disease uh all of these guys have like two to four thousand hours in this game over the past four years because it's been an it was in early access for a really long time and it only really released about uh it's like seven or eight months ago six or seven months ago somewhere in there uh i think so um watching these extremely highly talented players who have been putting in that many hours. And we're, like, I don't know about you, I'm still sub-150 hours on that game, I think. I think. Uh, no, I'm, I think I'm, Russ I'm, might I, be I topping to out look. at 250. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm at 250, but I'm I'm progressing along pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that the learning curve in this game can be incredibly long, incredibly long. Uh, but I also think that it's worth it to play it even while you're in that learning curve because those moments of like glory that happen you know maybe once a night are so incredibly satisfying holy crap they're fun like we have a we have a the there's four of us uh Cinco Russ myself and Tiki are all on a um uh an MMS chain a messenger chain and Every other night, I get some kind of report from one of you guys saying, hey, we did this thing, and it was really cool, and, you know, we took out these guys, and then I rushed a boss, and then killed the boss, and then another team rushed me, and I solo killed two of them, and then Russ took out the other. Like, it, it, it's awesome to be able to read that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun to be able to read that kind of stuff uh, because it shows that even when we have really, really rough games, which – on stream, we've had really, really fucking rough games turn around, and then suddenly, you know, something amazing like that happens, and it totally justifies your purchase of a $20 game on sale, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't disagree. I have a, yeah, I have a couple of really, <clears throat> really fun stories right now uh, from hunting. Um, I think the best one is still when. Um, I don't know. I don't know what which one is the best. There's been like several that have been really kind of head scratchers at times. Oh yeah. But uh, it, some of them been like, but they've been funny. Like the time they went and got the bounty tokens, and like every other team in the game showed up and sieged us in this one building, and then they all wound up killing each other. So we just quietly left, like with yeah. all of our stuff. Like, like it was a, that was a really bizarre night. But yeah, it's it is it's 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 fun. And you're right. There are some times. I mean. I've had a couple of times where I've hopped into the game and I've I've lived for barely like five minutes, you know, before getting killed. Uh, so it's it, it is there are ups and there are downs, but right now the ups are a little bit more frequent. Nice, nice. So Steve, yes, sir. You and I have been playing. Elden Ring. The greatest game. <laughs> I, I mean, I if Breath of the Wild is going to get ever. it, this game should absolutely as well. Because I feel like this is Breath of the Wild for grown-ups. And I don't mean that disparagingly. We've talked about Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild is an amazing game. I think it's a ton of fun. But it's also a game that my 11-year-old was able to beat. Mm. Elden Ring <laughs> is so incredibly good and i i i've been watching you know i i like like any of the games that we play like if we play hunt we watch videos of other people playing hunt we watch uh strategy and tactics like uh, our mutual friend russ throws out four or five videos like a week showing hey these are some tactics i think that we should work on these are this is a loadout that i think would be really cool like like we watch in-depth videos of this stuff to get a deeper understanding of it and there are a couple of philosophical uh youtube videos that i've watched about elden ring that have absolutely rung completely true in that you know the amount of people that complain about um the difficulty of elden ring don't understand that the difficulty is not an obstacle it's the path <laughs> 
It's a feature, not a bug. It's yeah. a fucking feature. It's not a bug. It's all part of yeah. teaching you to play the game. Like you don't the, the very first boss that you run into is there to teach you not to fucking fight every boss. Is there to teach you that the world is open and you should go everywhere. Yeah. Don't you can. Don't mess with him yet. Yep. You're not ready to mess with him yet. Yep. Go away. Go go away now. Go Come elsewhere. back later. Yeah, <laughs> it's dangerous. Take this with you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm enjoying the crap out of it. I've built two characters so far. Um, and, you know, it's it's an open build character style game. So you, you can respec. You can make whatever you want. Um, there's no the, the level cla- the level cap is like nine hundred ninety nine. So you can or at least it's like upper 700s or something. That's usually what it is for the Souls games. So there's nothing you can't unlock. If you want to play as a sorcerer, you don't even have to change characters. You just got to grind up to that level, which because of the new game plus system where you can just restart and it's a higher level of difficulty each time you start with more rewards in terms of the numerica rewards that you can get. Um, you can you can create a, you know, a character through the course of you know a couple hundred hours of gameplay that can do anything at the 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 switch of or the flip of a switch um it's it's we've we've always talked about dark souls being incredibly deep uh you know really mature games and this one with the addition of more meaningful options through combat through more spells through more character build stuff through, um, you know, uh, George R. R. Martin was uh, one of the lead writers for the game. Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm blown away by this game. I'm absolutely yeah. floored oh, by it. So it good. makes me want to buy it on PlayStation 4 so I can play it with Steve <laughs> and have it on my PC so I can stream it. Like, so good. Yeah, I am enjoying the heck out of it. I, I It's so easy to get sidetracked in this game. Um in fact, I just this this last what was Saturday or whatever I um, finally decided to like get back on the main path. Yeah. And just now, and I've been playing it for a while now. Um, I just went back to beat like the first. He's not the first boss, but the first like major boss. The I, I, Godric. Um, I oh, he's he's the second. Him. He's the second of the major bosses. Or sec, second major. First boss, one is Margaret. Well, I did. Yeah, but he almost he struck me as a little bit like that boss that. Uh, Margaret kind of struck me as that the boss that like, the 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 one that like tests you like you can't go past this point until you can beat me that all the souls have you know yeah yeah like they all they all have them gatekeeper bosses yeah and that's what I kind of thought Margaret was a yeah. Little bit. So, I mean, he's the first boss. But as course, far as, but... like, being able to gain access to further content, he's yeah. the first boss. I mean, everywhere else that you go, you can you can basically go before him. And there's a lot of space to to explore. I think there's, like, oh, yeah, four absolutely. or five I think regions I found, of the world that you can explore. I found the uh, that underworld, um, and I'm totally blanking on the, the maps, the name, the, like, the river, whatever. Yeah. Um, I discovered that before I went and fought Godric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I have discovered all sorts of things. I fought a bunch of other random, like, optional bosses mm-hmm. um, before I fought Godric. And, yeah, it's a lot of freaking fun. Um, there's just, like you said, it's it's 
so so many things you could do. I I went with just a strength build so far, which mm-hmm. I don't even think was the right choice to be honest with you. Um, a lot of things I'm seeing it's, it seems like like sorcery and magic is the way to probably go as far as you know. Like, I mean, it's it's easier you know, when you've got <laughs> if, when you've got range, it's easier. So I have a I I started a melee character, uh, a paladin esque melee character, and I've got a I've got a sorcerer, and the sorcerer by far has better. Uh, better tools for keeping me safe while while smacking stuff. It doesn't remove all of the difficulty, oh, but it does remove it's, it's quite games, a bit yeah. of it. Well, I mean, there's the, the, I saw I've seen a couple uh, videos making the rounds. The one there's the weapon, and I'm totally blanking on the name. Knight and something or other sword that just melts bosses mm-hmm. if you grind it out enough, uh, which is kind of cool. And then the other one. Did you see the video of the guy uh, who, like, grinded up to level ninety before he fought Margaret? I saw I saw an article <laughs> on it, like through like Kotaku or something. I don't know some gaming yeah. media website that I, I saw that that existed, but I didn't actually take a look at the video. And I'm I like, thought it was hilarious. That's pretty funny. Like, I mean, did it, like I I just would have laughed if like I opened up the article and the very first thing was yeah, and it still didn't work. <laughs> that would have made me <laughs> Which, giggle. Yeah, I mean that was a hard boss, man. <laughs> like... uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, so I have I have a friend of the show, uh, Chris from the One H One D podcast. Um, he doesn't like the Souls like games, and I understand they're difficult, and difficult things uh, can, if you especially if you have a limited amount of time to play, can be very, very, very frustrating. I totally get that. I have no judgment for anybody that looks at a game that is of that level of difficulty and is like, no, fuck that shit, I'm out. Totally understand. Um, but they're never unfair. Yeah. They're oh, always yeah. just deep pattern recognition and understanding the- what you should do. So when I get angry at one of these games, because I've been playing these since Demon Souls, when I get angry at one of these games, I'm getting at angry at myself for not learning fast enough. Sure. It's not the game that's beating me. It's me not able to overcome this, you know, randomized pattern of seven or eight yeah. things that these creatures do. That I just watched a video of a guy beating Marguerite um, with the, what I forget the class in this particular game that starts out at level one. Yeah, the wretch. Uh, the wretch. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what it is he beats it with with a level one wretch yeah yeah like you can absolutely do it it's it's a lot more challenging um but it's possible because it is just pattern recognition it's it's knowing when to dodge knowing when you know you know oh they're swinging this direction okay i should take a step to my left whatever um (laughs) there's a cat yelling in the background like level one runs are a thing in souls likes yeah they're a big. They're 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 you know something that a lot of people like to tune in to watch. So oh, we're doing a level one run. Oh, awesome! I'll say this though: you kind of touched on it a second ago about people not liking it and the difficulty, right? So my experience with the games, and this actually came from you recommending Dark Souls three, right? When I first played that game, I very nearly gave up, um, because it was difficult, and there was all these like just. At first, the aesthetic, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. And because the, the the music is, is, it's not there. Like in some games, there's just like a constant soundtrack. It's not like, it's it's more ambient noises. Uh-huh. Um, 
it really wasn't until I, and I actually went through and I watched a, a video and, and it, it gave me some understanding on how to play the game. It wasn't until I understood what this game was, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the Souls-like games and, and how to approach them that, that I started enjoying it. And once I, once I understood that, um, once I knew how to play it, once I understood that to a large degree, you gotta even treat it like any other RPG. If you cannot beat this boss yet, go grind some levels. Yep. You know, go get better. <laughs> like, go find some gear. Go find it's some out there. gear that's going to help you. Um, and once I understood the, what what these games wanted, then I, then I got a heck of a lot more out of it. Yeah. Um, so for anybody who decides to try to pick it up um, to give it a shot, I, I would always suggest that, that, like, understand what the game is asking of you. Um, and and then you might actually find it a lot lot more entertaining. And you know, watch some videos. Uh, one of my favorite YouTubers for any Souls like stuff is a guy named Vati Vidya V A A T I V I D Y A Vati Vidya. Uh, he's got this he's great, really quite soothing English. Want voice. him to narrate everything? I want him to. <laughs> I, I I want him to narrate literally everything. Like if I re, if I'm listening to a book on tape, I'm like, man, this would be better than my videos, freaking <laughs> voice, man. Um, guy's got just a great voice, and he has a wonderful, wonderful way of presenting the information. The very first like lore stuff that I ever learned about any of these games mm. were all from him doing because they don't spoon feed you they don't spoon feed you the quests they don't spoon feed you locations they don't spoon feed you lore they spoon feed you nothing this is a game where you really do learn by trial error trial and error and by picking up context clues from the greater world around you yeah um reading reading the item description yeah, reading to find the out item about descriptions. this particular god that interacted with this character over here yeah and then looking around at the environment and seeing what the environment looks like, what's placed there, because everything's on purpose in these games. Everything. Mm. There's nothing randomly placed. Everything's there for a reason. So, Another um, great YouTuber that helped me a lot with his videos um, that I really enjoyed uh, on top of Adi is uh, Fighting Cowboy. I like Fighting Cowboy's good. Yeah, he's got quite yeah. a, a much more casual style to it. It's he much does. less dramatic. It's more. It's more like honestly, I do feel like it, it's like a Texas bro just being like, "Hey, so this yeah. is this is what we're going to talk about tonight. This is going to be this is what, we're going to do this build, and then hey, let's play some game together. And let's it, play some games. Exactly. Some games. Just going to yeah, run yeah. through. And yet, he's like, you know what? I'm just. You know, on this particular walkthrough, he's like, "You, if if you want to do this, like, play the game yourself." It's like, "I'm just going to show you the meat of it. Like, we don't not going to listen to this exposition, or yeah. whatever." <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. his stuff's good too. If you like, if you want to get into the games, it is. It is. Uh, and you know who else's stuff is good? If you want to get into the goods or into the game, uh, my stuff, our stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Come to the Twitch channel. Uh, Wednesdays and Sundays, we're going to be playing Elden Ring for the for the very foreseeable and probably far future. Um, hunts will be done on Friday nights. Friday nights are for hunting. We're going to do some hunt showdown on Friday nights. Um, so, yeah, uh, show up. Come join our Discord community. Come join our Twitter community. Uh, we're twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Uh, come check us out. We're five away from affiliate status on Twitch, which isn't a huge deal, but it is a step on the path to a huge deal. And we'd love every single to person world that domination. listens to this. Uh, well, to world sobriety domination. To pie supremacy. To pie fucking supremacy. Pumpkin pie in all of your uh, your ice <laughs> No, boxes. not pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
But uh, yeah, so just like every episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast, we like to shout out to our mutual support groups that we hope you turn to in your time of need. Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, SOSsobriety.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357. And Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. For groups... For your friends and family of alcoholics, there's Al-Anon Family Groups at www.al-anon.alateen.org or get a hold of them at 1-888-425-2666. From all of us here at the Save vs. Poison podcast, my name is Will. Uh, my name is Dickie. I'm Steve. And we can't thank you enough for joining us on another episode. Warm creamy regards, everybody. Good night. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash svp podcast thanks so much for joining us and stay safe everyone